the key for me for entrepreneurship is synergy. I tout synergy, I breathe synergy, I live synergy, and it's related to what I call energy. And I believe that we're all responsible for the energy that we come bring into the room. With that said, if I can harness my energy and the energy of my team, at that point, if we're all going in the same direction, we're all flowing together, there's absolutely nothing that we can accomplish. So what I do with my team, I try to do with my clients. Get them to recognize that each and every person on their team is a valuable part of that wheel, that cog, but together they have to understand the mission. They have to understand the vision of, of the leadership. And if we all know where we're going, then we can figure out how we can leverage everybody's expertise to get there. Those were the words of entrepreneur Karen Jenkins, the founder and CEO of KRJ Consulting. In 2019, Karen Jenkins was named South Carolina Female Small Business Person of the Year by the United States Small Business Administration South Carolina District for her role in the advancement of KRJ Consulting over the years. In 2020, Jenkins was named the Entrepreneur in Residence at the Richland Library in Columbia where she used her expertise in financial literacy and leadership counsel to serve the needs of Richland County. Welcome to the Who's on the Move SC podcast. I am your host, Alan Cooper. In this podcast, we highlight entrepreneurs, executive directors of nonprofits, and artists, people who are making an impact in our communities. The Who's on the Move SC podcast, highlighting entrepreneurs, is made possible with the support of First Community Bank, First Community knows local businesses, professionals, and entrepreneurs form the backbone of our communities. And for more than 25 years, they have served those customers in the Midlands, upstate, and Aiken regions of South Carolina, as well as Augusta, Georgia. First Community Bank member FDIC. We also thank NP Strategy for their support. NP Strategy is a strategic communications firm comprised of former journalists, political insiders, and public relations executives. Learn more at npstrategy.com. We also appreciate the support of the City of Columbia's Office of Business Opportunities, an organization that is committed to supporting initiatives that benefit small, minority, veteran, and women-owned businesses located in or that want to do business with the City of Columbia. Karen, what is the core business of KRJ Consulting? Our core business right now is providing professional administrative and IT support services to the federal government, and we're also looking at branching out into the corporate arena as well. Tell us a little about your education and background. So I'm from Columbia, South Carolina, born and raised. I graduated from W.J. Keenan High School and went to the University of South Carolina. I worked for a bank called CNS Bank, my very first, I call it, real job, and worked there part-time while I went to USC uh, full-time and after a year I got a full-time position as a supervisor and switched and went to school part-time and went to work full-time. The good news was by the time I graduated seven and a half years later I was an assistant vice president at the bank. When did you first think that you wanted to become an entrepreneur? Never in a million years did I ever think I'd be an entrepreneur so let's just start there. 
I was working in a bank for 12 years, um, then went to work for a mortgage bank for 11 years, and just knew I would finish my career in corporate. Unfortunately, in 2007, I got laid off right before the mortgage crisis happened. And I actually got laid off and was led to open a mortgage company in 2007. So you can imagine what happened in 2008. Well, in 2008, I got a call from a nonprofit in Charleston that was fighting foreclosure for the state of South Carolina. And they wanted me, because I had a mortgage banking background and a certified mortgage banking certificate, and they didn't want my mortgage company because they were part of the problem. So I actually opened up KRJ Consulting to be a service provider to family services. And we helped about 148 homes or families maintain their homes in 2008. In 2012, we transitioned because I loved working with the nonprofits. They were great, but they were slow. So we actually rebranded in 2012 and became a consulting and management firm. Tell us more about KRJ Consulting. What were some early successes for the business? Our road has been rocky. We started out in 2012, we rebranded, got into federal government space in 2013. We got our first federal contract in 2014 and we were on our way. But as an entrepreneur, I was also a family person. My father got sick in 2015. So in 2015, we lost about 70% of our revenue because I had to you know, kind of pivot and take care of him. So he passed in January of 16, started going, ramping back up, rebuilding the business, and was on our way. We had gotten some additional contracts in, and my son graduated from high school on June 1st of 16 and had a ruptured brain aneurysm on the 5th. So again, life crisis, had to put everything on hold, and by the grace of God, he survived, thriving, uh, but he was in the hospital for 37 days. And then we had to relocate to Atlanta for two months for his rehab. But I was in there with my laptop, sending out proposals, responding to requests for proposals. And we were blessed that we actually got some additional contracts even while he was in, the, in, in rehab in Atlanta. So we were able to kind of pivot, but also maintain, <coughs> excuse me, maintain um, the family life. And from that, we kind of soared. We've been continuously going after contracts, we've been winning contracts, and been able to employ people because at the end of the day, my ultimate goal was to employ people, to impact our community in a positive way, and what better way you can do that than to employ people. Skip ahead to 2021. What is your focus for the next couple of years? So our overall strategy is, especially now after COVID, is to get our ear to the ground to find out what has shifted, what has changed, to ensure that we're meeting a need and not just creating a product to go out and sell and we don't have anybody to sell it to. So we've been spending a lot of time with our clients trying to find out where are your pain points. And one of the things that I can say about our organization is that we don't offer what I call a cookie cutter solution. We meet with our clients, we find out specifically what their pain points are and do that triage. And then we come back with a specific strategy based on what results they're looking for to come out and say, okay, fine, when we finished, you can actually measure to see that what you were looking for, we've actually achieved for you. So that's in two areas. One, we will continue to go down the path of doing federal work and working in the federal government 
providing subject matter experts to them based on their needs. But we also are doing more in the line of workforce development and operational effectiveness on the corporate side. And we have several clients that we've been speaking with to really talk about, like right now, a lot of it is change management. We've gone through a huge crisis. How do you get a, around that crisis? What, what steps do we need to take? There are a lot going on with diversity, equity, inclusion. We don't do a diversity, equity, inclusion. We do change management for that organization that has identified we want to include diversity, equity, inclusion in our core values and our content. In other words, we want to integrate it and live it. So we come in and help people after they figure out that's what they want to do, create whatever atmosphere, whatever culture they think they want to accomplish, we come in and help them uh, accomplish those goals. Karen, in one word, what is the key to success for an entrepreneur? The key for me for entrepreneurship is synergy. I tout synergy, I breathe synergy, I live synergy, and it's related to what I call energy. And I believe that we're all responsible for the energy that we come bring into the room. With that said, if I can harness my energy and the energy of my team, at that point, if we're all going in the same direction, we're all flowing together, there's absolutely nothing that we can accomplish. So what I do with my team, I try to do with my clients. Get them to recognize that each and every person on their team is a valuable part of that wheel, that cog, but together they have to understand the mission. They have to understand the vision of, of the leadership. And if we all know where we're going, then we can figure out how we can leverage everybody's expertise to get there. One of the themes of this series is overcoming obstacles. It is clear that you have faced many roadblocks in building your business. What advice would you offer entrepreneurs about facing adversity? So the biggest challenge that I think all entrepreneurs face is you don't know what you don't know. So we have a gift, we have a talent, and we decide, okay, I'm gonna go out and leverage that gift or build that product or provide that service. And the challenge is that as an entrepreneur, that's only about 35%, maybe 40% of being an entrepreneur. It's that gift, that thing that you make. The other 65% is the business acumen. It's the understanding how to put together your operations, understanding your financials, understanding the marketing cycle and the sales cycle. And those are all things that unless you're gifted in that, you don't know. So being able to find resources, and that's what I, I tell my team, I'm confident in what I do, not because I have all the answers. I'm confident in what I do because I know that I am resourceful and that I can go out and find a variety of resources to help me come up with whatever it is that I need. So Small Business Development Center has been a key factor in my success. No cost consultants that provide you a wide variety of, of assistance. Small Business uh, Administration has been a key to my success with a lot of the classes that they've offered. Um, SCORE, another free resource that is out there to go out and obtain any information that you need. And I truly believe that it's important to have a mentor it's important to have professional development where you're going out of your normal day-to-day -day and getting educated. And it's also important to have a, a what I call a mastermind group, a group, a group of like-minded people that are all entrepreneurs that you can bounce stuff off of. And finally, to wrap up, tell us a little more about you personally. What are some of your loves outside of the business? I'm married to my husband. Tomorrow we'll be married for 33 years. 
I have two beautiful children. My daughter works with us full time, and that's PJ and my son Raul, who I shared with you about the challenges. I, we are just so blessed as a family because of all that we have endured together, and we've been so blessed that he's still with us. Um, I just love spending time with my family. I love helping people. You know, if, if I, my philosophy has been, if I know it, you know it. I love to learn. I love to read. I don't watch a lot of television. I, I, I don't watch a lot of social media. I love learning and going to classes and just being with my family. And then as I learn and absorb things, I love sharing with the people that, are, that I'm around. That was our interview with Karen Jenkins, the founder and CEO of KRJ Consulting. The Who's on the Move SC podcast focusing on entrepreneurs is made possible with the support of NP Strategy, First Community Bank, and the City of Columbia's Office of Business Opportunities.